0: Like a deep one, a, a deep tubishvet nigga. Got to figure something out. No, what's it like a deep Eretz Israel nigga? nigga? Any Uman is what's that? Any Oman song? Any Oman song? <laughs> okay, we gotta just sing. We gotta sing one more. Nigga. I, da, 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 I da da da, da da da. Today. But wait, before I forget, this month, the Shvat, uh, dedicated by the Jeromes, Leilun Ishmael, Sarah Leah, Bas Yichil, of his uh, uh, grandmother, Joni and Moshe Pollock, Leilun Ishmael, Moshe's grandparents, Shimon Ben Moshe, Tzivin Mordechai, and Leilun Shira Rachma, Bas Harav uh, Alter Nata, whose the right is tomorrow night. Um, the Eagles, Lichavod, all the Eagle birthdays of this month, anonymous. Uh, this week, by Stephanie and Shia HaSakal, uh, Simon's birthday, Arichut Yamim Admei Be'asvim Be'asv'at Hashem. Shira and Ari Gantavnik, L'Illui Nishmat Shira's grandfather, Daniel Moshe Ben Chaim, and Rochel Welk, L'Illui Nishmat Avram Gershon Ben Yaakov, Yosef Halevi, with your say it is a Shabbos, Esther and Shomim Parnas, Phyllis Ben Ezra, Pnina Peral Bas Yisrael Rivka, and in honor of the birth of a granddaughter. And today, specifically, our Shira, is for the reshuah of uh, Avram Tzvi, Avram Tzvi Ben Chanagitl, who's mm. having spinal surgery today in Chutzla. Ah, I should have. Beizrat <coughs> Hashem. Should, it should. be with nisim and iflot. Hey. L'chaim, 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 l'chaim Eretz Yisrael, l'chaim, chaverim yikarim, l'chaim, pelota Eretz. L'chaim, our children who are growing up eating the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. Wow, that's what's uh, going Both into their system. Uh, huh? Both, literally Both literally and figuratively. Baruch olam Amen. Mm. Amen. All right, brothers, we're going to do something short and very, very sweet. And we're going to talk about Purim. Because it's Tu Bishvat, right? We'll see. We'll see what's going on. Okay. See this piece, okay. Mm. Well, and also the shvi, which is the Schweiz. I think the chemon. Yeah. The chemon has to be. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, I see. <laughs> And if anyone can get it out, it's Binyamin, actually. My, <laughs> last drop. Water. <laughs> Opa, Okay. Um, I saw this minag in Breslau a few years ago, and it changed my Purim, but it also changed my tubish. It changed, it changed the whole period before Purim. Uh, no, Everyone wants to show up ready on Purim, because on the day itself of Purim, you have to just be there. There are too many machshavas of, besides the four mitzvahs of the Yom, which you have a chiv to do, Mikra Megillah, Matalas laviyonim, and seudas mitzvah. But besides that, there's there's, a, there's an avoda of the day of Purim, an avoda on the day of Purim that is so intense that requires a long time of hachana of, of a preparation, a long time for it. So look at the following. This is what they this is what they did. I've heard people do. That. I'm sure you have too. Hatzileni miklipas Haman Amalek, zakeni l'kedusha smor dechayve Esther. This lashon save me from the klipa of Haman Amalek, and merit me for the holiness of Mordechai Esther Now this is a this is a basically taken from one of the Braslav Mashpiim, and he's going to develop this concept of why what what's the story with this and Mazekah Shuletubishved. Hazekah mehadhed zekarob lematayim shana baayarot nemer of Braslav Teplik told him. Tzvat b'nebrak netivot Yerushalayim Efrat. He's saying, I could, I could see you're not looking in, boys. You and, added that. Ah, right? you're a very observant Jew. Nachon, this is a this is a zaka. This is a scream that, that you could hear wherever Bresterers live. You hear this scream going in the air. And he, he listed the names of places. Many many of them you know, back in this is back in Ukraine. We've been to a few of these towns, and also here in Eretz Yisroel. Shalokach li'mertan Morina Reb this is what Abnasan said. Kol hazoek laHashem arba'im yom lifnei Purim, sheyatzileu miklipas aman Amalek ve'izakeu likedushas Mordechai ve'Ester yizke lirus es pnei Mordechai haTzadik hmm? ve'es kriya shamegila. Yeah, we missed <laughs> it. <laughs> Not too late. That's the point. Is that even if I, 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 I take today as if like like in mashling, like do Tashlumim somehow, right? However many days we have, screaming, screaming, screaming for 40 days before. Now we're already in, obviously, in the which is crazy to think about this, right? We're already in the zman where it's like now the days are to scream about this inyan of please Hashem, save me from the clip of Haman and Amalek And this last Shabbos we started that avodah Bafoyal, because of reading at the end of Parshas Beshalach, right? And to merit me for the kedusha of Mordechai and Esther, he says that you basically will see. And here he added in parentheses, Lahasig at kedusha. So what does it mean to see Mordechai Yehudi when we, when we read Mordechai Yehudi? Is that the kedusha is so tangible, like as if you're seeing the punim of Mordechai Yehudi when you're reading the Kriyas Megillah? <laughs> I'm sure. I am mean, sure it's the part of Tikun Nefesh in, in general. But I, I hear what you're saying about dafta these weeks of doing the I love how they tie this in together. This statement, this approach, this direction, this mahalach of living now towards Purim, we've been so busy that we didn't have time to really start on time, but this now we're marching towards Purim. The headquarters of marching towards Purim for us will be from right now. Why? Because this way of thinking and this way of acting and this way of, of dreaming... It brings. It's fruitful. It's. It's. It has. It's. It has its fruition. It has. It has bliss. It has shefa. et shel israel otanu purim umarot It's <laughs> pretty simple what he's <laughs> saying over here. These, this way, if you, if you wake up every morning, right from now on, until Purim, and every day, and maybe a few times a day, you just scream this out, what this does is it you become a roaring lion. Now, I see this in shul, I see it in yeshivas, always around this time, it's kind of the snooze, the snooze button is on. It's just like this, because the calendar, the way that it works, is that we're ishtekl shloofing. It's okay, Rav Arush is coming next week. Don't worry, we we'll, you know, <laughs> we're going to wake up. Those bar mitzvah woke us up. We have nekudot of waking us up, but because of the natural way of, the, of how the calendar is, oh, and Roshana was so far, Chanukah was already so far. I can't even see Purim yet. I have to draw Purim closer to me. I have to draw it in. He says, when you when a yid approaches now, this mahalach towards Purim, and every single day you sing sings, atzilei ninam b'klipa Zakeni kedushas Esther. This has fruit. This does something to us. Yom Chamisha asav Omed the parashat Tu the fifteenth of the day of the month of Tu is basically how do you say parashat Drachim? It's a uh, crossroads. crossroads. It's a crossroads. Umachriz be Tu actually proclaims Yemei Purim karvim. No, that's not how we grew up thinking about tu Bishvat. tu Bishvat. was Karen Kayemet. It was just, you know, uh, what do you call it, JNF? Is that what it's called, right? <laughs> it, was, it was Ma Purim, right? But Be'emet, in the of it, and he's going to tie this in to show Ma Kesher, Tu Bishvat in Purem, but Ma Kesher, the avodah that we mentioned in the beginning over here, what we have to do now, Tachlis Chavra, what, what we have to involve ourselves in doing to be more of this. Look what he says. This day, Yom Chaimi HaSasa B'Shvat, Omer beParashat Rachim. It's at a crossroads. Umacharis beKol Shemei Purim mit Karvim. Basically, Tubishvat is really screaming Purim is coming. Now, what does that mean? Beod Pachot Yachulu Purim. Less than a month already. Obviously, how many? How long is Purim from now? Three weeks. Twenty-nine days. Four. You daleed. Two. So yeah. it's one day less than a month. <laughs> Those that understand can hear the thundering uh, whisper. I love that. that, that. <laughs> Rabbi Nachman has a lushon like this. What is Rabbi Nachman's lushon? Silent scream. <laughs> right? Thundering whisper, silent scream. And even if you haven't been summoned, for 30 days, like the Megillah says, mm-hmm. you feel like you haven't been called in, you come and you start banging on that door of mercy and saying, I'm not waiting for an invitation, I'm banging on the door of mercy already now. Mm-hmm. What's the seraph? Sap. Okay. Yeah. There is a heat but as opposed to Rosh Hashanah, as opposed to other times that it's the beginning of the month, or it's more visual, it's more clear. What does it mean that the sap begins? is completely concealed, it is completely unseen. These are things that we're not aware of. But inside the Neshama of the Year, this is the same thing that's happening. <laughs> New Year is beginning. Even if outside, and we're going to see it in the next. Two days, it's gonna get pretty gnarly here. Everyone should be warm and healthy and, and safe, <laughs> And it seems the trees and the whole world of uh, vegetation and the whole world of you know the the, the outside nature it seems like it's schluffing. He says, Deep, deep within. The, the root, an amazing, amazing, intense change and in transformation is beginning to take place. Um, Reb Shlomo used to teach quite often the following teaching from Reb Labala Eger, on around Tubishbat when it was always it's always around B'Shalach, He said, if you would interview a Jew a second before the sea would split, remember this teaching? If you would interview a Jew a second before the sea split, and you'd ask him, what do you think about like who you've become? Right? What do you think about who you? What kind of person you've you've become by now? Right? He had a few ways of saying this. So, what would the Jew say about himself a second before Kriya Yamsuf, If you would ask him, what would you say? What do you think about yourself? What have you, have you evolved? Have you You know, what's been your transformation this last kufah? Hey, what would he say? What do you think about himself? Yeah, yeah, already not yet. The mitzvahim Rodef El the Egyptians are right, on, right, 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 right behind you. Hmm? Doomsday. Doomsday. What are you talking about? Change? I'm still. I'm, it's still. I'm very confused. Yeah. Is anything happening inside of you? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to, you know, make it through the day, right? Mm-hmm. But really, a second. And then you ask that same year, a second afterwards, and you say, "Wow, look who you become. You're walking on. You're walking in the water." Says, "But where did that hitchatzut begin? You think it began when it's visual, when it was visible to everybody?" The greatest changes in life, the spark of it, happens when no one knows about it and no one can see it. Now this happens to us quite often in our Yiddishkeit. How do you know if, you're t- if you've really grown, if you've really been turned on for real? If you have no innate need to tell anybody how much you're flying. If, you're, if your gut is to let people know you're not going to believe what I'm feeling, it means that the Yitzchatshut is happening on the outside. And it really comes on strong. It's when your hitchatshut, when your renewal is taking place like, the, like in the Shoresh of the Geza. Like deep down inside where no one can see it. In fact, there's a, there's a, there's a beautiful teaching for Reb Nachman on this. Rebbe Shlomo said his name is Nachman. I asked Rebbe Chaim Kramer many times over the years to, to where is it inside. He said it isn't. So I'm a little bit, you know, I'm a little bit... Conflicted because I heard Rabbi Shlomo say of Rabbi Nachman, but Reb Chaim Kramer is Rabbi Chaim Kramer. So maybe he meant Rabbi Nachman of the Gemara, or I don't know what he meant, right? But he said like this. It's like funny. My friend Ra, Reb Raz Hartman, when he went to hear Rib Shlomo for the first time in Los Angeles, he said the whole night um, he kept on hearing Rib Shlomo uh, saying all these teachings from Rabbi Nachman, and he said he he couldn't believe that this that. That Rav Nachman from the from the Gemara said all these tweet, and Jesus wasn't wasn't aware that there was no right. So he said like this: When you do something beautiful, or or God grants you the, the great opportunity to do something special, and um, you don't tell anybody, and it's a secret between you and Hashem, it makes you it makes you so beautiful, right? But the second, that's beauty, that's real beauty. But the second that you tell someone, you have the need to tell someone what you did, he says, at that moment, it's like you, 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 you threw it up out of you. You vomited it out of you. And that you lose that, that innate beauty. So he said like this, we have a to in, in Tehillim, we say it Friday night. Oz vetiferet b'mikdashon. You need oz, you need strength, to, o- over your beauty, to not let it go out, and when you have strength to not let out all the beautiful things that you've been privileged to do, where does that end up? Ben That's how you build the base on Mikdash. the concept of the Sneer. Mamash. al Hashem al-Kecha. The beauty of Tubishvat is so deep that Hashem doesn't even let us know about it so that we don't lose it. You hear? It is taking place, the Hit and the Hitlaavut is taking place in a place that is Neila kol Koladam, that no one knows about. It is so deep that you don't even know about it because Hashem Isbrach doesn't want us to have the, you know, Bemet. That's why, that's why like, people don't walk around and be like, oh my God, my like was. You know, it's getting more and more popular, which also makes me a little bit nervous because they'll start talking about how beautiful and high tubishvat was. But on a Pnimi level, the Nikudav Hitchachut is taking place. So deep inside that no one even knows about it because it's preparing ourselves for something very, very, very important, which in this context is the Gdusha of Purim, which will continue to develop. You can't see it, You saw that lavana they caught in America?
1: <laughs>
0: they could see it. Okay. Mamash Purim. Now we the what is the wondrous miracle of Purim? That even though the Malchus, the evil kingdom, wasn't nullified yet, it wasn't over yet, which is the beginning of Malchus Anan, and we're still working on the Malchus HaChashverosh, God had a comp- tremendous compassion on us, What is he saying? When? Tell me something. When we think about the great miracle of Purim, what about the great miracle of Purim is so great? What part of the story is so great? What piece of the story is like the greatest part of the story for us? The miracle, it's not a trick question. <laughs> that we weren't killed. That's, that's a nice thing, right? It's a pretty nice thing. It's not, it wasn't a trick question. Like, we weren't killed, L'chaim, right? Yeah. But what mitziut were we still living under? agzera It's a nice nista. Bidiuk. Nachon. Nice nista, <laughs> I'm saying that the like we, we celebrate Purim this holiday, but back then, the time of Shushan, when was La'ihudim, Like, when was the Simcha really on? When they got rid of When do we, but what do we commemorate? The The like not being killed. So, what Rabbi Nassim is saying over here, the story of Purim shows us what the real Hit is all about. That it's still dark outside, especially now. I mean, I don't know how you tell over these tires in Sydney or in, or in Melbourne or in Argentina when it's summertime right now. But usually, in most of the world, there was it? video, okay, so it's relevant. <laughs> so, we're in a, we're in a state of, of that on the outside. Okay, we're dancing, everything, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. And My, my Duchemish just broke, meaning, like, it's, there's, there's, there's crazy stuff going on, right? Hashem Mirachim was craziness this morning. I don't know if anyone, any of you felt it, I didn't feel it, but it's crazy stuff going on in the world with earthquakes and Mishagasim. I and... was very happy to be with you. Uh, Good poem. Mm-hmm. There's, if you look, my, you know, this is a crazy thing. It's never happened before like this. You know what a bolan is? Do yes. <laughs> you know how many sinkholes have just been popping up throughout the throughout Eretz Yisrael the last few months? My parent, is runate around the corner from my parents in Ranana. just to, yesterday. Another one, just yeah. out of the blue, a bolan, massive bolan right out there. It doesn't seem that, oh, things are calming down, it's all getting smooth. It, it seems that things are still Meshuggah. But within all that, there's Nisim and within all of this craziness, there are these things, and Tu resembles that big time. Rabbi David, Karen HaYisod and Wow. Yeah, I forgot, you're from Menachon. Right there, right there. My parents, you know my parents, and I've seen it. yeah. mamash, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. The nice is that no one got hurt. He's saying he's saying crazy, crazinessing, crazinessing. So he says like this, look at the third to bottom paragraph. Even if everything is kar, Even if the spiritual temperature... Is very cold. You see, that's what we were saying before, is that spiritually the temperature is not warm and fiery like Yantiv or, or Hanukkah, even. This time of the year, even spiritually, that's what I was trying to say before, even spiritually it's cold. It's cold. See, but, but that's the whole Indian, is that Dafka, this Indian of Tubishvat, is now in this time when you can't see it and when you're not feeling it. Emuna is this is mamish mamish happening. Lo lechinam yom tov bishvat. Who yom hu shel Reb Happy birthday, Rabbi Natan. Today is his birthday. Reb Nason was born on tov bishvat. Did Chai mention it this morning, Sasha? No. Yeah, it's, it's Reb Nason's birthday. Lo lechinam yom tov bishvat. Who yom hu la detor shel Reb Natan? Ki achen huze shen maaviet amesel l'ze. Who gave over what we said better than Rabbi Natan? This was his life. He's the one that's constantly looking at the eye of a malek and says, you have nothing on me. This is a quote from a breast of a Reb Avram Sternheits, about Reb Nasim. When you look at his sperm. Even though he speaks about all different types of attributes and Character, uh, uh, character refinement traits. But I, I knew a friend that said, "Listen, I stopped learning the Kute He said, "Why?" He said, "Basically, after like three years, I realized he's basically saying the same exact thing every single day." And I said, "Well, how's your great doing?" He's like, "Bro, I, it's so rough right now. I'm not doing so." I'm like, "Well, you should have stayed in cheer Exactly. Like what Reb is speaking about what we need the most. It's all around heat chaskut about strengthening ourselves. In the shorish, in the sh- really, I-, I heard this from Rev Weinberg also one time, and I felt so much better. He said he- one time on Lag he said, "You ever like just admitted that, like after all these svarim that like, we're learning, everything basically, it seems like everyone's just saying the same exact thing all the time. <laughs> like, if you really look at it, like Bemet, at the end of the day, you could say it's a safer on this, a safer on that, this tikkun, this that At the end of the day." Everyone's more or less just really saying the same thing. Ibn Ebeneson was the master of this. And yet he's, he wrote about everything. But it was all Sviv, the most important Nekuda, which is, like he says over here, Sviv, Inyan, heit chaskut Lechazek, Ule'amets, to strengthen Kol HaNechashalim, VeHaAyifim, VeHaYegiim. Who does HaMolek attack? A the shleppers, the ones that are tired, HaNechashalim Acharecha. That's who he goes after. So we don't despair from having mercy upon ourselves. Basically, Rav spent his life to make great the light of the Tzadika Ha'emes, the Bechina of Mordechai. Anything he spoke about. It's really, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to dissuade to anyone from learning It's how much we needed. He knew what the Nakuda would be before you know, that, That's really what you're going. To, that's what we're going to need. The way that Ibn felt so strongly is obviously is that if he was in the time of Mordechai, he would have been Mordechai's scribe. But he felt that the tzaddikah Emis obviously was Rabbeinu Zal in in, our, in his time, which is still in a very In a very Pashut way, that's why it sounds so Pashut, because it's Kilos Reb re'akol because when you want to get to the Shoresh of something, you have to, the point has to be hammered home. And there's no yid that I know that I would ever want to hang out with for too long that said he has enough emuna and chizuk talk in his life. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm connected enough in my shorish, now I can just hang out on the outside. Right? tobishvar is that day of shorish. Shorish, shorish. Kidaika. This is a, I think this is a quote from the HaLachas. K'dayka haTalmid shel haTzadik It's Dafka, the student of the Tzadik Emes, He koach Amalek. Amalek always wants you to forget your inspiration. He wants you to forget your Rebbe, because if you forget your Rebbe and if you forget your inspiration, it's easier to get tired. <laughs> no pun intended. As he was in. <laughs> Good for him. It's easier to forget, when, when you forget your Rebbe, when you forget your inspiration, when you forget what brought you to your Shoresh, the result is inside, an inside yon, an inner epic yon, okay? And Amalek's like, got him. But So the Talmud of the Tzadik is saying to Amalek, I'm f- there's no way, there's no way that you're going to have my, our Tzadik, our Rebbe's name forgotten from the world, that's what he says over here. This is the of Yeshua Talmidon. If you look through for Yeshua, you know, whenever it seems that it was getting rough with the milchamot that Am Yisrael were going through, those first like six or seven prakim, or even more, like ten prakim, it's very intense. Whatever hap- what happens when it seems like it gets a little bit shaky? Rabbi, uh, the, the, the navi—it's always brought down the navi. You know, either chazak veematz, or they'll just quote a few psukim of like, you know, and Moshe. You know, this is what Moshe said, or this is what Hashem said to Moshe. Mamash, the same exact, the same exact nekuda. Now, what he's also alluding to is, who did Moshe Rabbeinu send to fight Amalek in the end of this last Shabbat? Like we learned, he sent Yeshua. He sent the Talmud to go and fight Yush, fight Amalek. Because what is Rabbi Nasan saying, basically? And now it makes sense. So it's why knew that as much as he may fight Amalek, and maybe he could win or not, what he's trying to do is be manchil the Mesorah into Am Yisrael. And manchil the Mesorah, to, like, to, give, to have us inherit the Mesorah of Am Yisrael, is like this. How much are you going to fight for the covet of your rav? How much are you going to fight for the covet of your rav? What is Amalek trying to do? It's trying to basically eliminate the, 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 the beauty, the kedusha, the koach, of the besorah that Moshe Rabbeinu brought to the world. So what does Moshe Rabbeinu tell you? Yeshua? I see you. I see you. you would, you're, you'd go through fire and water for me. Not in a chalila, God forbid, a uh, guy with a dick way. I, I see what you're like. I see you. I see you, the leader. Yeah, I see it already in you. Say lachem ba'amalek. Go and fight Amalek. And like we learned last week, Moshe Rabbeinu was the Ramban. Remember that amazing Ramban that we learned? That Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the top of the Giva. So that while he's davening, he's looking at Hashem's kinder lach and it'll, it'll intensify his tefillah. And while we're fighting, we'll see the tzadik em davening on the head of the givah, and that's going to intensify our fight as well. And then it's, and it becomes clear to us, this enemy is trying to weaken us by making us forget our inspiration. Anytime personally in my life when I've like thought it's time to graduate, spiritually, it's been the worst times of my life. The worst. The worst, and I'm thinking, no, this is like the spiritual evolvement. So I have to say thank you. That was for then. Now it's time to move on. It's it's Malik Now you have to always grow, and that's what I'm talking about. What I mean is forgetting the source of your inspiration, forgetting the source of your inspiration. I'm just saying. I don't know how it's been, but if anyone else experiences it, by me, it's always come to hit me really hard afterwards. That's a Malik right there and there saying, that was cute, that was sweet, that was kindergarten. You're a much more evolved person now. That's the voice of a Malik also. You don't need the olive bit. Listen, I'm saying a lot of Rib stuff these days. I don't know why it's like, really in me, but I've got to tell you one more thing. Because this really, uh, I, I, a few years ago, I published this video, and I don't know how many people really hopped him. But the last summer of his life, when he was in the in and Yerushalayim, Someone in the crowd, uh, and if you look closely, it's actually someone that became a very famous singer about ten years ago, Yehuda Green. You've heard of Yehuda Green? Mm-hmm. So he's sitting in the crowd and he says, I want to ask you a question. I'll send this to you, if you if you want to see. I'll send it. it's it's one of the most important five minutes of that YouTube for sure ever was Ohetum, mm-hmm. but someone asked him Yuda Yehuda asked him, How do you feel about those that became too frum for you? They used to make. <laughs> you brought them into Yiddishkeit and then it's little, they look at you and it's like they give you gefiltered fish handshakes you know they're like oh that was cute that was baby right and he looked at him and he said oh, I'll tell you an amazing story he said he had a friend who was in Russia he was like a top I think he was like a top surgeon in Russia made aliyah and then here he couldn't barely, barely get a job he became a chovesh in Mada not that it's not important but he became an a medic paramedic paramedic so this, this Russian doctor, who's now it was a paramedic, he said, he said to Reb Shlomo, one day I got a call to come to a, uh, a family uh, that was all suffering from horrible uh, uh, food poisoning. And he had to pump out the stomachs of this whole family. It was basically like, I think like a two or three, it was like a three-day yontiv. They were eating things, whatever. And the whole family got sick, and he's pumping out the poison. So <laughs> the paramedic said, as the last person I was working on, I saw. I looked at her, and she was such a beautiful woman. But I, I was like, "What well, am I crazy? I stick to the job. Just save her life right now. This is crazy." But he was so taken by her. But he, he didn't. He didn't. He obviously, he wasn't gonna ask her for her number after he's. You know, said, so yeah. "Okay, I don't know, whatever." He says two days later, he's standing in Bank Lumi, in Rehavia, and. He, he's waiting to go to the teller, and there's a person in front of him, and, he's, and, he, and the person finishes with the teller, turns around, it's this, it's this woman. He thinks, oh my God, wow. So she turns ba- she's starting to walk back, and he goes up to her, he says, Shalom, and she takes one look at him, and she basically gets nauseous and runs out of the bank, mm-hmm. okay? So he said, this paramedic said, do you understand? she identifies me with the poison that i pumped out of her <laughs> he says i took i took these yiddin and i pumped out their goyesha stomachs that's what he said but they identify me with the with with, with the poison that i pumped out, that, that i pumped out of them i found that to be i, I was crying my eyes out when i saw i, I was crying I was crying because that's what I'm saying before about those sources of inspiration really pumped out poison from us. But it's too painful sometimes to stay there because it reminds us of who we were. Which we can't so mother comes and he's like, yeah, it's time to graduate now. That was, that was, that was kindergarten. And Yeshua is there, and he's saying, "Don't you dare do that! You're gonna you're gonna tear us from the shoresh of our of our itchachut. and we're gonna get so tired if we do that." So basically, Rab Nassim's life was dedicated. I'm sure there were people all the time, Rabbi Nachman, that after they were by the Rebbe, you know, the Rebbe turned their life over completely, and I'm sure this was by a lot of people, and I'm sure they said, "It's time to move on." Whatever, chule For sure, it's like this. It sounds like they're saying the same thing all the time. You know, with Reb Shlomo, of course, it always sounds like he's saying the same thing about sweets, you know, all these words. They're pumping out our goyesha's stomachs. So Tu is the day of going back to what, the, what pumped out the initial poison and appreciating it to high heavens and realize how much our life and our itchachur is dependent on, on being kashur to the shortage of it. And he says, The last line is Now's the time to, to elevate the sap that's in the tree, that's coming out of the tree. Obviously, this is a breast uh, piece, so he's saying, sfarav shel ha-ye'ara, Take the inspiration you get from the Svarim of the Tzadikim, go out and run to the field, and just keep on screaming, Abba, Aye. The whole thing again, but this time with so much more appreciation of being, of being connected to our Shoresh. Because that's, that's what we need more than anything. As much as we always think, I need something new, I need something new. No, no, no. I need to be reconnected to the Shoresh of my Neshama in a new way. But I don't need a new Shoresh Neshama. I only have one. <laughs> I only have one Shoresh Neshama. So anyway, it should, be, it should be a schus for us to go back to the basics again and to appreciate them. Mamash, the basics of all basics to find a new way of screaming out when the whole world is shluffing and the whole world, the spiritual world, the physical world, it's kivyachol okay. all radum and dafka today to go into the shortish of it and find a new way to talk to Hashem and scream to Hashem as with utmost appreciation for all the malachim that He sent us along our way. Okay. G'dayantev everyone. Yes. Good day,